Hey guys, it's Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Annapolis. You know that young person who graduated college this past spring and is now getting ready to go get that big job? Well, here, guess what? Get over to Leon Tailoring and check out their career services division. They've got lots of good professional attire, reasonably priced for both your young men and young women who are getting off into that world of work. Hey, they graduated, they did all the interviews, now they got the big job coming up, so make sure they look the part. Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware in downtown Indianapolis. That's Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. Uh, Aaron, um, quick question, a couple questions, quick questions about the Indigo, the Blue Line. Um, what is your issue? What is your concern with that? Abdul, uh, I represent a majority of people that are being taxed for a service that they will never use. I've been consistent on that for seven years here. I've been consistent on that back to my city council days. That's what it is. However, um, you know, the 16 referendum and all the things leading up to that was never about dedicated lanes. It was never about removing 60% of Washington Street from folks that drive cars. It was never about that, right? So we've done a referendum. People are being taxed for a service. Look, the red line is not what anybody ever expected it, that it would be. And the purple line's being built now, right? And so I think we should probably have a moment where we look at this and say, do we really have to go down a road of losing 60% of our roadway on Washington Street in favor of a bus service that isn't performing the way anybody projected it to leading up to the referendum in 16? And Abdul, this isn't about, it's never been about and will not be about removing buses from anybody that needs them. It won't be about removing any funding from anyone. It's about cars and buses can use the same lane. It is really that simple and nothing nothing more complicated than that. Uh, one of the criticisms uh, about your opposition to the to the to the dedicated bus lanes has been that you don't live in the district, it's not in your district, it's along Washington Street. Why be concerned? Because that's not true, Abdul. I mean, from German Church Road on the east to uh, a road, you know, I mean, I don't know how far it is, but there are um, parts of Washington Street in my district. Uh, and by the way, a vast majority of my district, probably 90% or more, is com contained within Marion County. Every single person that I represent in Marion County is being taxed for this service. So pardon me that I don't see that criticism valid at all. Um, Senator Randolph is one that you know, uh, criticized me heavily on Monday for being involved in this issue. Abdul, uh, the southern southeastern fourth of Marion County is being taxed for a service that generally they aren't using and they probably won't use in the future. Uh, again, none of that has anything to do with dedicated versus shared lanes. Like this is not complicated. This is not something that, you know, we're not being evil to Senator Taylor, for example, who just happens to be walking by at the moment, but, uh, What's up, all, my brother? All, all, <laughs> you're, you're never evil to me. All, it's not, it's all, all I would love my friend and I to hug about all I'd love to do. I'd love to help with buses and funding and all these things. I need somebody to work with me on cars and buses can share the same roadway, Abdul. Uh, one of the things the speaker uh, mentioned was the fact that uh, whether it's US 31, Brandon Street, or 40, uh, Washington Street, that those are actually state roads. And so the state actually does have a role to play. Do you agree with that assessment? I do. And look, years ago, uh, there was an agreement that the city took over these roadways. And, and so everybody is clear in a bipartisan way, right? 
Washington Street, Meridian Street have not been adequately maintained. This has nothing to do with the Hawkset administration. It has nothing to do with this current administration. You can blame plenty of previous mayors in a bipartisan way, both Republican and Democrat, who have not been able to keep up with the infrastructure needs of Washington Street and Meridian Street. I completely understand those in the city currently that say, Aaron, this is really important because we're going to get a kind of a one-time almost bailout of using some federal dollars here to upgrade Washington Street. Do I get it? But in order to do that, you have to give up then 60% of the roadway. I That is not a compromise I'm willing to make. It's simply not something that is negotiable for me. And the vast majority of people that I represent that use Washington Street to come into the city or go out Washington Street to get home. I think that thoroughfare is critically important. I think shared lanes, and by the way, there's plenty of money. I mean, there's a pot of money available for shared lanes from the federal government. If you're not taking away the turn lane in the middle for bus stations, it's going to acquire, acquire, require a little less money to do that, right? So shared lanes, I don't, I don't think... Look, for all the you know hyperbolic nature of this, right, I don't think the two groups, if you really, if people would sit down and really have a discussion, I don't think people are really that far apart. I think some people have their heels dug in on dedicated lanes for reasons that have nothing to do with getting somebody from point A to point B in a quick way, right? They see this as a way to congest traffic, slow it down, do those kinds of measures, which Abdul, look... I, it's just not necessary. It's not something that we should do in the city of Indianapolis. We should do shared lanes. We should do shared lanes throughout the state. And then we should work on ways to get people from point A to point B quickly. Uh, final question. We asked the speaker about this, uh, I want to say late last week. Uh, his thing was that maybe we should sort of wait uh, till next year uh, as we look at road funding and sort of, you know, mass transit, the whole thing as a, as a whole nine yards. Can you can you live with that? Well, I think what's I think the short answer is yes. I think what we're going to do is study dedicated versus shared lanes. Look, we're going to study no turn on reds. We're going to we're going to study all these things to see if this is really the best thing for traffic, if this is really the best thing for commuters, it's really the best thing for people that are pedestrians that are going to be on the street, right? So let's look at all that. And then next year in a budget year, I think we take a comprehensive look at everything. And, and I think on the table, by the way, is a conversation with the city about Washington Street, Meridian Street. Does the state take that back over? Do we you know, bear some of the burden. I mean, I listen to Senator Taylor and look, although I would tell you, Indigo is certainly known for a long time. This is a topic of conversation. And if they've spent $14 million engineering this thing, I would say that they probably is $14 million that, you know, I, I don't know if I would have spent that money. It's kind of like uh, pouring the foundation for your home and before you own the land that you're going to pour the foundation in. But nevertheless, I think, look, I think there's a conversation the state's going to have to have about do we repay the state, the city some of that money? Do we look at that? Do we look at in, in integrating some of what the plan was when the state does take it over? I mean, I think there's all kinds of conversation to be had there. Do I just think it's too early right now to say what's going to happen there? But at a minimum, I think we should say, look, dedicated lanes is not the way to go right now. Let's take a pause on that. Let's look at it in the future and let's proceed with shared lanes all day, every day of what they want. Final question. Do you dislike Indianapolis? That's one of the criticisms that's out. You know what, I, Abdul, I, that's the most ridiculous thing. And I, you and I have been friends a long time. Abdul, I got off a knee proposing to my wife. 
And the minute that, that I said, darling, I love you, and please don't make me live in the city of Chicago, um, she very quickly said, how about Indianapolis? I mean, Abdul, I'm not from here originally, right? I mean, I moved here in 2004 post-law school with a gorgeous woman that we uh, love Indianapolis. We purposely moved here. We love everything about it. Uh, we're raising two boys here. Um, there's nothing more that I love than the city of Indianapolis. I live here. My business is here. I represent here. My kids are here. I mean, that is the most ridiculous argument. And I'll take any democratic socialist that wants to come at me and anybody else who wants to say anything about it. Come on. Um, you know, I'm kind of reminded of the the line in the American president, you know, that if you've never seen that movie, you know, go on and on and nobody says anything. Well, you know, I am the president. Well, I am you know, serving Indianapolis. I do love this area and I'll defend my position which, by the way, is the vast majority of people that I represent until the day I die. Right. So the Freeman is always, sir. Thank you very much. Have a good one. This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.